like the fun here. Welcome to the Dunker Punks podcast. I am your host, Jacob Kraus. It is Holy Week 2021, and we find ourselves yet again attending special virtual and socially distanced worship services. I hope you were able to attend a love feast of some variety this week, whether it was the Dunker Punks service that a lot of you helped us put together or one at your own church. If you're anything like me, it seems like such a fitting time to stop and regroup spiritually, emotionally, physically. We've had what has felt like a long winter, and with springtime, Easter, the vaccine, social awakenings, it really does seem like a hopeful and empowering time, which we need to enter into with the right headspace, the right soul space, to introduce positive, love-inspired change into the world. Well, today's episode is all about introducing love-inspired change into the world and into ourselves. We're welcoming back Reverend LaDonna Sander Nkosi, the Director of Intercultural Ministries for the Church of the Brethren, to talk about much-needed racial healing initiatives that have started in the Church of the Brethren. As you listen to Josiah Ludwig ask her questions about this work, I'd invite you to think about what your community is doing now to work towards racial healing. And what are some creative ways to start or continue engaging with racial healing in this time? Hey, Donker Punks. It's Pastor Josiah Ludwig from First Church of the Brethren in Harrisburg. And as I greet you today... Uh, for this latest social justice podcast. I'm just struck by how misinformation and lies, as little as that is, can lead to such hate and evil in our world. Um, It was just not too long ago that we're hearing just little insults and words about the the COVID-19 
virus and where it came from. And I don't even want to repeat the things that were said. And now we're seeing that fruit manifest in such big ways across our country. But I believe that even though uh, little seeds of, of evil can just bear fruit that is just that, evil, I also think that it doesn't take that much, uh, that little seeds that are planted in love and in peace can bear much fruit for good as well. And even as much negativity as has been going on, particularly against the Asian American population lately. I just wanted to shed some light on some good things that the denomination is doing, particularly in the Intercultural Ministries Office. Some efforts that we're hoping um, in some small way will lead to healing, where so many have been oppressed and maimed and hurt and even murdered. We want to promote healing. So you're welcome to come and hang out with me and Reverend LaDonna Sanders and Cozy as we discuss a new initiative from the Intercultural Ministries Office, the Healing Racism Grant. Well, I'd like to just welcome back to the Dunker Punk podcast, a dear friend of mine, Reverend LaDonna Sanders Nkosi, and uh, she is the director of uh, Church of the Brethren Intercultural Ministries. Many of you guys probably know Rev as um, a church planter. You probably know her from her role um, in intercultural ministries. But we want to dig into some of what intercultural ministries is up to. First of all, uh, Rev, welcome. Thank you. It's so good to be back with you and greeting everybody in Dunkle Punk's podcast land. <laughs> it's so good to be with you once again. Yes, it's always a joy to be together. And uh, like I said, a lot of people probably know you as a church planter and as a rev and all these different things, but not everybody knows everything you have in your toolbox as far as your skill set. And uh, one of the things I wanted to talk quickly about is that, that you are a poet as well, and uh, you have a publication coming out soon. Can you tell us a little about that? Yes, yes. I am a poet, first and foremost. I think that's how we met. Um, Correct at a conference there at Harrisburg first. Um, and I was able to preach. And um, honestly, I've been writing poems since the fourth grade. Mm. However, when I went to college and went to journalism school, they were like, just the facts, ma'am, no poetry. And so I didn't write poetry for quite some time until I started traveling to South Africa. Mm. And when I came back um, and wanted to share the experiences we had on the journey, these poems just came. Um, I didn't try to write them. It just came in poems. Um, there's one that says, suddenly in remembering South Africa, I'm in love with my skin again. Mm. Um, and so just these poems would come. And so um, since that time, when things happen in the world, um, just some days poems will come. And um, so we do have a collection coming out in April 
It's entitled Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, a poem book. And um, it, it has a collection of the poems. So we're excited about that. And so a lot of people wonder, you know, why do they call you Rev? Um, but before I was an actual Rev, I was Rev L the Poet here mm-hmm. in Chicago. And so um, I have a collection also of Rev L poems that are out there. I love that. Rev L the Poet. Okay. Yes. Okay. I like yes. that a lot. I like that a lot. And uh, I, I remember just a couple of weeks ago seeing on Facebook the announcement about your collection. And so I want to make sure everybody that's listening uh, found out some about that uh, before it's actually out so they can go look for it. So again, what was the title of that? So it's called Fearfully and Wonderfully Made, mm-hmm. a poem book. Mm-hmm. And we'll have it up um, at thegatheringchicago.org. We'll be, you can find out where it is there. Um, soon it'll be at other outlets um, as well. Wonderful, wonderful. So make sure to check that out, y'all, um, in about a month, I guess. Um, so one of the reasons I really wanted to bring you uh, back to the podcast is because you've been doing a lot of work with intercultural ministries around um, a grant that has become available. I believe, is it called the Healing Racism Grant? Is, it, is yeah. that correct? Can you tell us some about that? How did that come about? Um, and what is it? Sure. Well, one of the things um, at the end of 2020, just envisioning 2021 and, and some of the things we wanted to do, and just also really listening, I believe uh, we actually met a year ago, right when I was starting mm-hmm. in this position. So being able to listen uh, to people over the last year for what was needed, um, the mini grant program was one of the programs that we had the opportunity to offer. We actually wrote a grant proposal um, here in Illinois. In fact, um, Illinois offered a racial healing grant for Illinoisans um, Mm -hmm. who wanted to participate in conversations or trainings with their neighbors, if you can imagine that. Mm. So they created this grant program and Church of the Brethren did apply and so when we did receive that grant, then we also matched those funds so that all of our congregations and communities would have an opportunity to apply to receive a mini grant. It's called a mini grant, um, $750 or less. And the idea is just to infuse, like I'm an idea person, I'm a visionary, you know that. Uh-huh. And you may Love say, you may envision, uh, hey, I want to have so-and-so come. Like um, there's a congregation that, was reading um, Drew Hart's book, mm-hmm. Who Will Be a Witness. And they were like, wow, we'd really like him to come and, and be at one of our meetings. And so you might have an idea like that, or it, I mean, we have a range of ideas that people have had. And this is so that you won't stop with, I just have this idea, but no, you can then do it. Mm-hmm. And it's been really exciting to see the creativity that people have when they sit down with their ideas and talk together and come up with these programs. So that's what the mini grant program is about. It's a healing racism mini grant to really just promote our um, learning and growth in areas of healing racism for these times. I love that. And it it's interesting, you know, serving here in Harrisburg for quite some time, 
Um, often folks will start talking about, oh, yeah, we want to have these kinds of conversations and we want to bring in this person. And then it gets to the point where it's like, well, that's going to cost something. It's like, oh, well, we don't have a budget for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that when I first saw this, I was like, oh, well, there's no excuse now. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get these things going. Right. And uh, I, I just think it's so timely. And uh, yeah, I, even our church took advantage of it as well. So, so, so thankful for it. Can, can you tell us some, so you mentioned about um, a church bringing in Dr. Hart. Um, can you just talk to us some about the response? Like, have you gotten a lot of requests? Um, what, what are some of the things people are doing with this? Um, just recently in the first round, uh, I believe we have granted 10. There may be, um, we've got an additional couple. So there will likely be about 12 or so um, in the first round. And it's important if you're hearing this, that um, the second round is underway for um, programs happening after April 1st. And so you can still apply. Um, book studies at first was really popular. Um, well, I shouldn't say popular. That's just what came in at first. Um, mm -hmm. Something really neat that I've seen is collaborations that people are having, either with organizations in their community or whole districts, having series, um, having a book study. So that's exciting. Local congregations like yours and others having series. And so I, the way I think of it is this is to help us say yes. Mm -hmm. to our ideas. So maybe where a congregation might have had one program, they decided to have a series over a period of weeks. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, those are mostly the ones. But let me share this also. Um, some have talked about having anti-racism or healing racism training. So I know I'm talking a lot about programs in your church, but some have elected to say, we have a team that's going to be responsible for helping us as a congregation or a district mm -hmm. to move forward in healing racism. So we're going to send them to a training. Mm -hmm. Now in these days, almost every training is online. online. So whereas you may not have been able to travel to a certain place for these trainings, now you can get online. So I want to underscore that one because um, intercultural ministries actually often, I, I don't want to say always, but we do have grant funds mm -hmm. for things like that, for training. So maybe you're hearing this and you say, hey, I want to learn more, or I'd like to go to one of these trainings. And that's always available, even beyond the mini grant. Mm, that's great. And so, um, yeah, there was a couple churches I was talking to about different ideas they were thinking through. And they... Um, some of them were saying, like, I, I don't know if we can get our act together in time. And like, it's supposed to be done by March for, you know, the end of March and whatever. Yes. And so you just mentioned that that for churches like that, there is another round. Um, what would be like how what would be the deadline? Like, what's the latest they could like try to get into the second round of this? So the second round is a three month round. So that's okay. how this first one was, too. But it just seemed really fast because it was for January, February, March. So that one will be for April, May, June. Okay. So we like to say, give us a couple weeks that right. we can review it. So you wouldn't want to wait till May 15th <laughs> to give your right. idea. 
So, but you have time and listen, um, send a message. Our email is racialjustice at brethren.org. So, and we can talk through it. Um, we hope that the application is, well, you did the application, so yep. you can say, Pastor Josiah. It's very but, easy. Um, okay, so <laughs> it's online. We try to make it really easy um, to get all the information. And um, so, but if you have a block with that, like you're like, I don't understand this, or I have um, one of my, um, everyone's one of my favorite people, so I better not say that. But um, was the first person when she heard about it said, hey, I want to do this. But after a while, she was like, well, let's brainstorm. Can we sit down and brainstorm this? I talked to my church. Here's a few ideas we have so we can talk you through that. Um, I also want to say, if it's okay, that um, this grant, mini grant program is a a component of our year-long series called Healing Racism Congregations and Communities. Mm. And that is really set to equip all of us to be uh, salt and light, as the uh, scripture says, or to be helpful agents for healing racism in these times. And so once a month, we'll have a gathering, a training, um, something we'll have actually next week, we'll be having something um, at the end of every month, usually. And um and I just say that to say that in these gatherings, we'll also brainstorm with people ideas. And that's a good place to come because then you'll be able to hear what are they doing at mm-hmm. Laverne Church of the Brethren. You'll be able to hear what are they doing at Harrisburg. You can hear all this online. You can see it. But like to actually talk to the people. Well, how did you come up with that? Right. Um, and if I could just add that in, that's that's really what I see our role is like bringing people together so we can share the ideas that are already there mm-hmm. um, or it bring in trainers or speakers. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so with this uh, second round, the idea is that you would complete whatever you're getting the grant for by the end of June. Right. Yes. And so, so you need to apply like well enough in advance to know, you know, to get it planned out and to get it done by the end of June. Right. That's true. But say, I mean, you actually, do you want to be on the committee? Because you have the right questions. Because say you wanted to have something in October. Uh-huh. Um, you should apply for that now. Okay. Yeah. So I just, basically, we have a certain amount of funds that are there. So we're seeing, like, once they all are used up, it's used up. But it may be, uh, take us all year to use that up. I don't know. Right. Um, how many people? So, if you have ideas already for the second two quarters of the year, by all means, apply now. Don't wait. Right. Um, apply right. now. So, because part of it is then so that we can see, hey, here's what's going on. Maybe you have something planned in October that someone across the country might be interested in. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's a really good question. I'm going to invite you to be on the. the- <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. So, uh, anyway, the uh, uh, you said about monthly uh, healing racism initiatives that are put on by the office at large. Yeah. Um, how would somebody find out what's coming up? So, like, by the time they hear this, the one next week will have happened already. That will have happened. Okay. Yeah. So, how would they um, find out about what's happening in April, for instance? Okay. Of course, you'll find out on Newsline. But I want to ask um, if you would please 
follow us, like us at Church of the Brethren Intercultural Ministries on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people that follow us, but they don't actually get the notifications. So when you get, that's a way to know immediately. Also, this is interesting too. Please join our mailing list. And I know I've been, um, I started pastoring in the church in 2013, but I probably didn't get on the mailing list for a couple of years because I didn't know that was the way to get on the mailing list. So you get on that through um, brethren.org, or you can just email us at racialjustice at brethren.org. Mm-hmm. This is a great way because if, like, say tomorrow we find out there's a speaker going on, we can just email our list and they would know. So right. that's the way you find out. And then, of course, through Newsline. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I wanted to just say just a few words about the fact that sometimes when you think about healing racism, it seems like such a like huge, like, how can we like even tackle this? What kind of program could I even plan or think through? And um, I just wanted to sort of say like for, for our church, what we decided to do was we latched on to um, a smaller piece of it that really spoke to where we are. And that, for instance, was um, inequity in education. And so uh, we brought in uh, the grant that we wrote was for three different people um, on different levels to kind of talk to us about the issue. And then the, the third will be the, the people that are actually here in Harrisburg doing a lot of um, a lot of that justice work. And they'll be telling us, like, how can we plug into all of that? And so that kind of is, is like a bite-sized piece of like what healing racism on a broader level can, can be. And so you don't have to like think of something that's going to fix everything or fix the world because, um, you know, that can seem a little overwhelming. So I just wanted to, wanted to kind of throw that in there as well. And I'm really glad you gave the example um, of what you all chose to do and what you're doing. Um, because this can be as unique as you. Mm-hmm. So um, I, one of my favorite things to do, which I'm, I'm not quite sure we can do this online if you can't meet in person, but I like to have movies and discussion, like mm-hmm. that kind of series. Also this grant allows that you can, again, choose a speaker on a subject. And I really appreciate your point. Don't we don't have to answer everything in one program, but let's just something to pique people's interest or foster discussion or so it's a wide range. Um, let's see here in Chicago, I'm also the pastor of the gathering in Chicago. Um, we are having uh retreats, we're having healing racism retreats on a Saturday from two to five, we bring in a retreat leader. And because um, I won't say everybody is stressed out, but somewhat. (laughs) And so that's what our team decided. This is the impact we want to make, creating space for people to decompress um, and celebrate who they are. Because there's so much of the, um, you know, racism and all the weight of it, but how can we create space for um, persons from African, Asian, uh, Native American, indigenous groups to be able to celebrate who they are? Mm-hmm. 
Mm. or for those who are um, committed to healing racism, white people committed to healing racism, to hear from others that are also. So those are some of the things we were doing. But um, we'll be publishing the list of the um, grants so you'll get to see who did what. But I really, no matter what you see, I want to encourage what God gives you to do, let's go for it. Let's see what it is. Someone um, I was talking to said that they had a vision uh, before this year to have a a festival. And so they had rethought about it because of the COVID restrictions. So they're going to have like an online festival and celebration. So mm. um, don't be constricted by what you see at the right. same time. Right. That's wonderful. And it, it can be as simple as, you know, promoting awareness, calling a group together to be in prayer for what's going on, you know? And, uh, you know, I, you, you mentioned uh, before we started recording, you mentioned um, some of that work that, that you've been doing locally. And um, I guess I, I, I feel like it would be a, a good way to kind of close our time together if we might just lift up um, some of that which we're seeing and some of that which we're experiencing and some of that which we're going to try to, with this grant, try to like make a, a positive change in these areas. So uh, do you think it'd be a good idea to, to end with with a prayer? Yeah, that would be great. And do you mind just in light of that, if I could say one thing? Sure. Um, even as we pray, um, I would just ask, like, what does it mean for us what does it mean for you if we're hearing this um, as brethren to be engaged in racial healing in this time? Mm. Um, what does that mean and, and what impact can we have? Because I, um, before I came to this podcast recording today, as I mentioned to you, um, we were having a meeting and a prayer about um, the people who were murdered in Atlanta mm -hmm. um, this week, um, mostly Asian women who were murdered. Um, a few days before that, we were uh, having Dr. Drew Hart come and do a session with the Mission and Ministry Board. And on that very day, that very Saturday, was that one-year anniversary of when Sister Breonna Taylor was murdered while she was sleeping in her home. Mm. Um, as you mentioned, Pastor Josiah, there are many anniversaries we're coming up on now. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say that I believe that we who are followers of Jesus, um, we have a role to play. Everyone in society has a role to play. But um, Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church. And I think that Jesus knew when he was building the church what we would look like, who we would be, and where we'd be positioned, and that we would be able to make a difference in this time. Mm. So even as we pray, um, I pray that we pray for the nation, for the nations on a regular basis. I pray that um, we act faithfully to intervene um, wherever injustice or racism is occurring. Um, and I pray that as the scriptures say, we encourage one another and build one another up mm -hmm. on this journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I believe the world and the earth is crying out for it. That's right. Daily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. All right. Um, do you want to start with the prayer? Or do you want me to? 
Um, why don't you let's go by the Holy Spirit? All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Father God, I uh just thank you so much for this time. And it's always wonderful to be together. Um, but especially to talk about um, you know, things that are are so important, so close to your heart, Lord. Um, there's just so much uh heaviness, honestly, um, in, in the world around us. And uh you've called us to be a part of um making it making a change in that um we want to name uh the evil of white supremacy today and um and christian nationalism we want to just pray that you might enable us as your um, body to um, speak the truth in love uh, to name um, evil where it is and to um, overcome that evil with good um, and that has to do with just being aware of what's going on, um, has to do with building relationships with one another, has to do with being committed to the work as well, even when it gets hard. Um, God, we just pray that uh, your your love would overcome, um, that uh, you would help us to be creative in, um, you know, trying to find solutions that you're leading us to. Uh, we do pray for this uh, continued grant as well, Lord, that um, it, it might uh, be a seed that, that's planted to, to make some of these creative things come to be. Um, Lord, uh, as uh, Rev said, um, creation is, is crying out, and um, all of us are your creation, and we're crying out for, um, for your will to be done right here on earth as it is in heaven. And that has to do with recognizing that each of us are image bearers. And and as a result of that, like we need to really stand alongside one another. We need to really show up for one another in our time of pain and our time of anguish need to be willing to lament as well. Um, God, we just, again, thank you for uh, this holy time together um, and just the, this wonderful time of, of um, dwelling with you and uh, talking about what you want to do. And so, God, I just thank you for this prayer um, and just a partner in prayer with these, our sisters and brothers across the miles through this podcast. So thank you for Pastor Josiah and everyone who makes this possible. God, I thank you for the instruments you've given us in this time, technology, um, connection with one another. And so God, even as we pray today, I just pray that your spirit be upon us and upon each one. I pray that the wind of God, as we see in the book of Acts that comes on Pentecost will blow upon us and just even blow away um, all the residue of what this past year has been, God. And I just speak a word of encouragement for anyone who is hearing now, God, in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I just thank you for uniting us as sisters and brothers in Christ, God, for this time. And I just thank you that we can be healing agents in this time. God, we pray for families now near and far. We remember um, people who have lost loved ones, and especially those who have been um, under attack or even those who 
even praying for Atlanta, praying for Breonna Taylor's family and each family, God. Mm -hmm. Um, But we just ask you to have your way for your words says, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, would seek my face, you say to us, and turn from our wicked ways. Mm. Then you will hear from heaven, you will forgive sin and heal the land. And so, God, we just humble ourselves before you and ask uh, for healing in the land. And we turn, turn, turn unto you. God, I thank you for healing now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, so glad that the the people of the Dunker Punk podcast can um, hear from you once again. We want to remind everybody to be on the lookout for the collection of poems, as well as for round two of the Healing Racism grant. Um, and one more time, give us the title of the collection. Yes. Fearfully and Wonderfully Made. Wonderful. The poem book, um, the scripture says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And that is true. Mm. Um, Psalm 139. So that, that's Everybody true. within the sound of our voice, hear that promise today. And uh, Rev, we'll, we'll have you back on uh, in short order. And yes. uh, just may God bless you in Chicago. And, and I mean, you guys are an international gathering, right? So it's a wonderful um, ministry that God has called you to. Just blessings on the journey. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you so much. And God bless everyone. Amen. Thank you, LaDonna and Josiah. The Healing Racism Grant and the initiatives the congregations are taking that you spoke of are so encouraging. Racial healing in our society, in our denomination, in our congregations, and in our homes seems like an astronomical process. But my friends, we've already taken the first step towards reconciliation by broaching the subject. Undoubtedly, you've already had some conversations about racial healing in your community, And so if you're looking for a takeaway from today's episode, that's a small step in the big process. Start or continue creating safe spaces for those conversations to happen regularly because as a society, we've been ignoring these conversations for too long and people are still getting hurt. I don't need to reiterate everything that's already been said because LaDonna and Josias laid it out clear. There's simple, effective, and accessible ways for the communities we're involved in to learn and grow to work towards racial healing. I want to end today's episode with part of Psalm 139 that was referenced with the Healing Racism Grant. And as you listen to this reading, I want you to imagine everyone learning to see that this poetry applies to all humans, period. And we are called to work towards that vision. This is Psalm 139, verses 13 to 16, from the perspective of us talking to the inescapable God. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. 
My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance. In your book were written all the days that were formed for me when none of them as yet existed. The Dunker Punks podcast is made up of lifetime learners seeking to acknowledge and heal racism in our communities. Thanks to Josiah Ludwig for contributing this episode's audio and Reverend LaDonna Sanders and Kosi for taking the time to talk with us today. My name is Jacob Krauss, and I had the pleasure of hosting, editing audio, and creating the music. Ali Cooney manages communication, Suzanne Lay manages production, and Arlington Church of the Brethren and On Earth Peace sponsor the show. You can find us online and listen to previous episodes on iTunes and at arlingtoncob.org dpp. And find our most recent bonus love feast episode and special music by searching for the Dunker Punks podcast on YouTube. We're on other social media at Pod, and feel free to email us at any time with feedback or to get involved at dpp at arlingtoncob.org. Thank you for listening and being active in your communities, Dunkerpunks. See you in a couple weeks when we'll hear more about leadership from the Women's Caucus with Annalisa Gross. Until then, Hosanna. Hosanna.